Y'all ready? Open your Bibles with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 13. Now, I give you all a challenge last week. How'd that work? Okay, that's, pretty, that's a pretty good response. That's a pretty good response. I, I, I challenge you to read Matthew chapter 24 and read the book of Revelations. It's the only, Bible, only book in the Bible that says you will be blessed by reading it. You ain't got to understand it. I talked to several people this morning that said, I read it. Don't even understand it. Don't either. Praise the Lord. But you'll be blessed. Revelations 1.3 says you will be blessed just by reading it. Revelations chapter 13, starting in verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns, like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Now, this is a very strange description, isn't it? Are y'all following me? This is a very strange description because lambs do not have horns. Lambs do not have horns. So he's going to look like an innocent tender lamb. Come on, somebody. He's going to look like an innocent, tender lamb, right? But this lamb is a deceiver, and he'll have horns. Listen. And he spoke like a dragon. That's an interesting phrase, and we're going to refer to that in a minute. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. I want you to notice that. Whose deadly wound was healed. You got to see this. He had a deadly wound that was healed. Verse 13. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven. Check this out, y'all. He even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Verse 14. And he deceives. There it is again. Those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. Telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. Verse 15, look at this, very important. And he was granted the power to give breath to the image of the beast. And the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. This is very important. Verse 16, he causes all men, both big and small, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. His number is six, six, six. And I'm going to stop reading right there. So we talked about Satan's plan. How in the end times... That Satan's plan is connected to a man. Amen? In the end times, Satan's plan is connected to a man. And the Bible is very, very clear that standing in the shadows of history is a man. This is all throughout the Old Testament. This goes all the way and it's prophesied even more in the New Testament. Amen? All of them are saying the same thing. That there is coming out of the shadows of history a man. A man known as the Antichrist. And some of his names that are given in Scripture, as you heard in this text, is the beast. One of the other names that's given to him a lot is the man of sin. The, the man of lawlessness is what the Bible calls him. The son of perdition. How does he come? Where does he come from? And I want you to see this in Revelation 17, 15, that the sea is seething. Okay? Now I want you to catch this. Because when you read this, there's social agitation that he will arise out of. Okay, it says the sea is seething. There's social agitation. The waters, look at this in verse 17. It says the waters, the seas 
are people. They're nations. They're tongues. Do you see this? Yes. So he's saying, out of that social agitation, the sea represents the multitudes of people on the earth. And the scriptures clearly predicts that Satan, Superman, is coming up out of those troubled waters. And when the Bible refers to troubled waters, when the Bible refers to the sea, Revelation 7, 15, I don't have time to break all this down to you, but it is very easily proven what I'm saying, that this is a direct reference to social agitation. Amen. This is a direct reference to social agitation. Ethnos against ethnos. Remember, nation against nation. Ethnic, ethnic against ethnic. Ethnos against ethnos. Social agitation, agi agitation will be taking place, and not in just one nation, but all over the world. Have y'all watched the news? Not in just one nation, but social disrest and agitation all over the world, guys. There will be all of this unrest. The Bible says the wicked are like a troubled sea. Amen? The wicked are like a troubled sea, and it's, and, it, and it's troubled, and it's just bringing up all the muck in the mire. You know what I'm talking about? The troubled sea, and it just brings up all the muck in the mire, and then it... Y'all know what I'm talking about. The Bible says that, that is it a sea of troubled water. And this is exactly what's taking place in our world today. The nations of the world and the masses of all the seas of people in the world. It's crazy. The muck and the mire is starting to bubble up. Amen? Are y'all seeing this? And the Bible clearly warns that out of that social agitation that the Antichrist will arise. Amen? That troubled sea of humanity I want you to notice what it says. He says, I saw, I saw in that troubled sea of humanity, he said, I saw a beast, a beast. Amen. He said, out of that sea of trouble, I saw a beast coming up. So I want you to see with me for just a few moments, some of the things that the Bible teaches us about the Antichrist, about Satan's Superman, about, amen, Satan's master man. You see, the devil always mimics God. He always mimics God. Listen, you have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Satan has the dragon, which represents the devil. He has, come on, y'all, the beast, which is the devil in skin. Are y'all following me? He's a mimicker. The devil's a copycat. You got the beast who is, who is, who is Satan in skin. And separate from the beast, you have the false prophet. The dragon is a reference to Satan. The beast is a reference to, to Satan and skin, to Jesus. And the false prophet is as of the Holy Spirit, to Jesus. Amen? Running around, sprinting on. Are y'all following me? Thank you. Thank you. Somebody's paying attention this morning. Are you following me? He's a mimicker. The devil's a copycat. Listen. Revelation 16, 13 says this, says, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and a false prophet. This is a prophecy of those three spirits that are going to come. The dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. That is a prophecy of those, and there will come a servant of Satan. The Antichrist will be a servant of Satan. Amen. Amen. He will be Satan in skin. If you could even imagine... Such a thing. Amen? Just as Jesus was God in skin, the beast is going to be Satan in skin. He's going to show up 
on planet earth in skin and he will be known. That's why the scriptures say this, listen, that he's a lamb with horns. Well, there's no such thing. And notice that he would have the breath of a dragon. You see that? says that he will have the breath of a dragon. He's got dragon's breath. In other words, when he speaks, he just speaks with these marvelous lies and these persuasive words. Amen? That's what he's saying. And he, he's a master liar. And much of the uh, uh, damage that the Antichrist is going to do is going to be because of deception. Because he's a deceiver. Amen? Amen? He will tell the nations of the world lies. The beast is one of the names he has given. See, evolution is to tell us that man came. Listen, evolution tells us that, that we came from a beast, but that's not true. We came from God, and God gives us the spirit. But I'm going to tell you that we're headed to a beast. Amen? We are headed to a beast in this world. We didn't come from a beast, but we're going to one. Amen? Are you ready? You better get ready. We come from God. Listen, this world is headed for a beast, a man that is indescribably wicked, a man that is hideously handsome, a man that is brilliantly able, a man who has the heart of a beast. He's going to be persuasive. He's going to lie. He's going to be a very much powerful leader, a powerful presence. Amen. He will be able to sway the world. This man known as the Antichrist. We're told the sea represents the world and that the wicked are like a sea. And out of that social agitation, he's going to rise. Do you know when the world is in complete chaos and it feels like it's beginning to, to just fall apart and it almost feels like it's, it's teetering on destruction, kind of like where we're at right now. It says out of that social agitation that he's going to rise and come up. Amen. He said he's going to rise and come up. And we're already seeing that spirit. Y'all remember when I taught on that a couple weeks ago that the spirit of the Antichrist, the Bible says, is already at work. And the only thing restraining him is the Holy Spirit in us. Amen? Do you remember when I taught y'all that? 2 Thessalonians. I want you to look at this. 2-7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. That spirit is already here. Look what's going on, guys. That spirit of lawlessness, which is already at work. It's coming. Only he who now restrains, who's he? The Holy Spirit, that's us, the Holy Spirit in us. We'll only do so until he is taken out of the way. That's the rapture. Whew. The saints are going to be pulled out of the way. Come on, somebody. The church is going to be pulled out of the way. Do you know that we're the only thing holding back the forces and the hordes of hell? Amen. That's what it says. Listen, we're seeing that spirit of Antichrist with the horrible destruction in our streets, the lawlessness, burning, looting, the, the people just taking over cities and, and towns and, and the lawlessness, the, the attacks on innocent people that are just trying to live their life, people trying to get on the subway and, and do it. You can't even go to an ATM in some cities in America anymore and you, you just see the lawlessness coming up. Amen. That's that spirit of Antichrist. Lawlessness abounds. That's what it is. And we now, and we know, listen, the Bible talks about the nation of Russia and how they will play a major role. I want you to read Ezekiel chapter 38. It's my challenge for you this week. Ezekiel chapter 38 and Daniel chapter 7. And I want you to read some of these end time prophecies that are happening right in front of your eyes in this generation. And one of the emblems of Russia, 
Ezekiel talks about it, talks about the whole region, the former Soviet Union, Rosh, Magog, Gog, all these, that was the old Soviet Union. Talks about that whole region, and the Bible describes it as a bear, and one of the emblems of Russia is a bear. And then the only thing worse than fighting a bear, a big old mean bear, is fighting a wounded bear. Amen. Can I tell you that Russia is a wounded bear? Their economy is failing. There, there's so much corruption at the top that the wealth is not reaching down to the people. They're, 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 everything's failing. They're, there's tremendous unrest. It's a very agitated bear. Russia is a very agitated, wounded bear. Amen. And we're seeing that prophecy of Russia. All you got to do is just read those prophecies I just told you. Ezekiel, Daniel, read them. And how Russia plays a major role in the rise of the Antichrist. Amen. Read it. And then China. And now we see China. Listen, this is not a word against a race of people. They are precious people. We're all the same. Amen. But it's evil, demonic powers that control the governments, and evil spirits are empowering some of those governmental leaders. Amen. Has to. Amen. China, it's interesting that you see the dragon in the book of Revelations as the prominent power. One of the emblems of China is a dragon. Amen. China is a very, 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 very powerful nation. It has nuclear ability. It has the ability and has already shown this to be true to release biological warfare. And now we've had over a million people in this country die from COVID. And it's wreaked havoc on our economy. It's wreaked havoc on the world's economy. Millions have died globally. And that was just a test balloon, I believe, for some of the things coming. I'm just telling you. COVID almost killed me too. I'm just telling you that is a test balloon for some of the things that are coming. Plagues erupting all over the world. The world is being turned into a seething sea of unrest. Can I tell you, and out of all of that will come this one that is called the Antichrist. Out of all of that will come the one that is called the Antichrist, the son of Satan, the devil, like father, like son. Just like Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen my father. Just like the Antichrist says, if you have seen me, you have seen my father, Satan. Amen. Satan in skin. The Bible in Daniel's vision, chapter 7, talks about an image that had the face of a lion and a bear and a, and a leopard and a dragon. And this goes all the way through the book of Revelations. You've got to read this. Goes all the way through the book of Revelations. Revelations 13, 2. It says, Now the beast I saw was like a leopard. Daniel prophesied this. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. It has the characteristics of the stately walk of a lion, but teeth that will shred you. It has the strength of a bear and claws that will rip you to pieces. Amen. Amen. The leopard is a reference to the speed that rapidly this Antichrist. This beast will rapidly establish his kingdom across the world. He will be blitzkrieg fast, rapid, 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 leopard fast, establishing his kingdom all over the world. Amen. He will take control fast. 
And we see all of these signs that are coming to pass. And the Bible calls him a beast because he's going to have that beastly nature. Amen. And he has the flesh of a human. But his heart's like a beast. And it will rip. And it will kill and it will destroy. And he has no emotions in what he's doing. The Bible says that he will be greatly intelligent. And I don't have time to take you to all of these particular scriptures, but read it. Daniel chapter 7. It's, read these scriptures. The Bible says that he will be greatly intelligent. It's very clear in scripture. He will be a global charmer. The Antichrist, he'll be handsome. And there's something interesting that we read in verse 12, Revelation 13, 12. It says that he will be wounded and cause those who dwell on the earth to worship the beast. Look at this. Whose deadly wound was healed. So something is going to happen to the Antichrist when he comes on the scene. Amen. Not even acting like I understand all this. Something is going to happen to the Antichrist when he comes on the scene. There will be three and a half years of peace and prosperity. There will be incredible wealth and blessings. People will be amazed at how wonderful the world is doing. It's going to be amazing. And in the middle of that, it says he will be wounded in the head. And then he will come back to life. This is so interesting. Because it sounds like an imitation of the resurrection. Come on. The devil's a copycat, y'all. It sounds like an imitation of the resurrection. And I wonder, with cloning now, just a fact. It's just a fact. You can check it out that in many nations that don't have laws like we have, they're not just cloning animals. Amen? And some of these places are close to, if not already, secretly, probably close to cloning human beings completely. And I'm not crazy. Thanks for the affirmation there. Maybe I am. I am not one person. I am not some crazy, far out there, conspiracy theorist, freaked out preacher. Do you hear me? I'm not. I am not some wild thinker. I'm not that far out there. But could it be? Could it be? That you have a body when someone is cloned. And you have a soul, which is a mind. Because God gives the spirit. The Bible says that God picked up man and breathed the spirit of life into him. Amen? God gives us the spirit. But could it be that the Antichrist reference to being shot, wounded, whatever happens to his head, I don't know. That he is mortally wounded, the Bible says, and he comes back to life, an imitation of the resurrection. And could it be, at that moment, Satan makes his entry into the world? Could it be that Satan makes his entry into that body that has flesh, has a mind, and has Satan himself? 
Satan incarnate inside of that human person's body. And this is like, listen, so I know what you're saying. Well, that's just ridiculous. That's just nonsense. I could never believe that. That's just some of the dumbest stuff I ever heard. Well, then you cannot believe that Jesus Christ was God because God had come into that body. Amen. Come on, y'all. He was a body. If you cannot believe that Satan can't do that, then you can't believe that Jesus was real. Amen. If you can't believe it, but I've heard all this before, and I, I'm just saying, could it be? Jesus was the hope of glory. Everywhere he went, power emanated off of him. He was God in skin. In the same way, ladies and gentlemen, Satan is a copycat. He imitates the resurrection. Not only that, the Bible is very clear that he will be in the human body. Amen. I ain't trying to freak y'all out today. I'm just telling you. He, he, he's going to be, the Bible's clear, possessed completely. This human is possessed completely. He's going to be the Antichrist. And then he's going to have, the Bible says, seductive appeal. He will have seductive appeal. An unholy ambition of the beast, listen to this, guys, is to be worshipped. And this goes all the way back to Isaiah 14, like father, like son, amen? So the beast is going to be just like the devil was in Isaiah 14. He does not want you to worship God. He wants to be worshipped. He wants you to worship him. Isaiah 14, amen? Lucifer was the worship, he was the worship leader in heaven. And he exalted himself above the throne. He said, I'm going to ascend above the throne of God. I don't want to worship God. I want to be worshipped. Well, that spirit will manifest through the Antichrist. Amen. That same spirit is going to manifest. That same one that was in heaven that got Lucifer cast out is going to be here. Amen. Listen. And I'm just going to tell you, there's a rise in satanic worship. I'm just here to tell you, I remember, like, I really remember seeing some of this stuff when I was growing up. I was telling my wife about it when I was, putting this together. And I remember this little place in Alabama. We used to, um, wouldn't go down there because they would have all these rituals and all this crazy stuff when I was a kid. I mean, like in the late 70s and early 80s, y'all remember that? This stuff was crazy. Charles Manson and, you know, <laughs> Anton LaVey went out to Southern California and started the Church of Satan and, and all of this Satan worship and all this stuff that was going, it's on the rise again, guys. It's coming back. Satan worship was very real back then. And I'm telling you, the arts of black magic and all that stuff, these things are coming back. Seems like kind of like a revival of some of them. Like, y'all remember just recently, what was it, Pizzagate? Y'all remember all that stuff and people are like mock-eating flesh and all these dark... It's, it's weird. There's a lot of stuff going on. All I'm trying to get you to understand is that there is a force at work that is very evil. It's very evil. When you see our cities burning... When you see ethnic, fighting against ethnic and, and people, precious people wanting to kill other precious people. Amen. When you see that stuff, they're hating one another. All the Marxists and socialists walking around in our cities and, 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 and destroying everything that has to do with our history. And I'm not saying some of it needs to go. I get it. I'm not going to argue that. But there's got to be a way that it has to be done. It can't be complete anarchy. It can't be complete lawlessness. Amen. It's that spirit. I'm telling you guys, it's here. Hmm. 
Can I tell you, there are people with very, very evil agendas that are hijacking peaceful protests. Amen. And they have a very real agenda. And they don't even know it probably, but there's an evil spirit and a demonic presence that's pushing them to do some of these things. Amen. It's very real. You know why? Because he's got to destroy everything good. He's got to destroy the church. He's got to destroy the saints. He's got to destroy everything good. That's why this spirit is at work. Amen. Amen. Listen, before the coming of the Lord, the Bible says there's going to be a great falling away. Amen. And look at us. Look at us. We fell right in line, didn't we? Shame on us. Churches closing everywhere. People even afraid to pray. You, you, somebody was say, can you pray for me? Yes, right now. Right now. There's a great falling away that's happened. Look at what we're doing. We fell right in line. Churches are closing. Nobody wants to hear the truth anymore. Nobody wants to hear the truth anymore. The love of many will grow cold. Is what the Bible says. You say, well, I've heard this sermon before. Yeah, but you ain't never faced anything like what you're facing right now. I'm here to tell you, yeah, you've heard this, you've done this, but you have never faced anything like you're facing right now. It's so obvious we're becoming a cashless society. It's so obvious that we're all connected through the internet. It's so obvious you can't go anywhere without being tracked if you got a cell phone. They can even put a little chip in your dog and tell you where your dog is at. Amen. Are y'all following me? You're probably like, I ain't going back. This dude's a coop. Can I tell you this? That years ago, when people used to preach on this stuff, I would think in their mind, they would probably think some of these old preachers thinking like, how in the world is all this going to happen like the Bible says? Do you see what's going on? Good Lord, here we are. Falling right in line. <laughs> Revelation 13, 5. Look at this. And he was giving a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. His mouth will defy Jesus Christ. The Bible says with blaspheming, he will defy the Lord. In verse 7, look at this. It says he will make war with the saints and overcome them. He'll destroy the saints. Because you have to understand that the Antichrist will hurt the church, hate the church and he's going to hate the saints. Now the church is going to be raptured. Come on, y'all missed that one. He's not going to destroy you. you got to understand this. The church is going to be raptured. Amen. The church is going to be raptured, but there will be believers and Christians, and probably real quick, an underground church. Probably real quick, because some of y'all are going to be messing around, and y'all are going to miss the coming of the Lord. And you ain't made your heart right with the Lord yet, and you're going to remember this sermon right here. You ain't made your heart right. And you're going to remember this sermon right here. The church will go immediately underground. And y'all going to be like, man, I remember when Pastor James, I might be under we, I don't know if I'm going to try to go. <laughs> that was funny, y'all. Think about that later. Y'all going to remember this sermon right here. Because the church is going to have to go underground. And there are going to be Christians during the great tribulation. Amen. But I want you to listen to me very carefully. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm almost done. 
I'm trying to keep it simple. I'm trying to keep it simple because it is simple. What will the Antichrist do? The Bible says that he will destroy the saints. What does that mean? He's going to make martyrs out of them. You can go right now and you can look it up. This is a fact. They are underground churches in China. They are going and taking these people out and they are slaughtering them. Do you remember ISIS? Is a, do y'all remember ISIS? We eliminated them. They were an Islamic radicalist group. Right? We eliminated them, praise the Lord. But I remember when all this first started, they would take a bunch of Christians and line them up out on the beach. Y'all remember that? And kneel them down with black hoods on their head with that sort. That's the kind of persecution right there. That is the spirit that is coming on this earth. Amen. Amen. That is the spirit that is coming on this earth. That people who do not bow down and come up under the beast and worship the beast, they are going to come up under that kind of persecution, guys. This is very real. But we're not going to be here. Are you ready? Are you ready? The Antichrist will dominate society. Global control. Listen, all the world will follow after him, the scripture says. And he will have a number, and that number will mark you. Amen. That number will become the way that you trade, the way you buy, the way you sell. And if you don't come up under the system of the beast, you will not. I want you to see, look what it says. Look right here in verse 17. That no one may buy or sell. The Antichrist will be a controller of commerce. Amen. You can't buy clothes. You can't buy food. And can I tell you, you know this little uh, COVID thing was a scare? Amen. Do you remember going to the grocery stores and, and when all this first happened, there was a shortage on everything. Amen. You had to stand outside in lines just to get in the grocery store. And when you went in the grocery store, you had entire shelves. They were empty. They didn't have nothing on them. You had to wait. I want my Frosty Flakes and there wasn't none. <laughs> Listen, you go in, what is up with the toilet paper? <laughs> I got seven kids. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one right there. You go in to buy food. And they had rations on your provisions. You could only buy two packs of chicken at a time. Come on, y'all. Did y'all see this stuff that was happening? That little COVID thing you had to, can I tell you, for the first time in my life in America, we had a food shortage. And that's just a trimmer. These are coming. It's just the beginning of things to come. And what I want you to understand is simply this. And this is the only reason I even wanted to preach this message to you. This is it. We are facing in this time some things that no other generation has ever seen or ever faced. And in that moment, you're going to have to make a choice. If you're left behind, and some of you will be, I hope not. You're going to have to make a choice. If you're left behind, and you're not ready for the coming of the Lord. You are going to have to choose to take the mark of the beast. But I love the fact whew, that the Bible says, and I want you to look at this in Revelation 14, 1, y'all. Listen to this. He said, then I looked up. And behold, right there, 
a lamb. Come on, somebody. Standing on Mount Zion and with him 144,000. That means there are going to be some people who are going to take a stand, even if it costs them everything. Listen, having his father's name written on their foreheads. So you've got to understand this. Listen. You get those who get a number. You get those who get a number, 66666. But there's others standing with the Lamb in chapter 14 that has the Father's name written on their forehead. Hallelujah. And I love the fact that the Lamb gives you a name and the Satan only gives you a number. You ain't nothing but a number to Satan. I'm going to tell you that. But once you get ready, the Lamb's going to give you a name. Amen? It's the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus that sets you free. He gives you the victory. I don't know about you. I would much rather have a name than a number. Amen. Hallelujah. No other name has been given so much authority. You got to choose the lamb or the beast. You got to choose. I'm done. And maybe, maybe I haven't gotten this all right. Maybe I confused you some on this. I'm sorry. Maybe you got more questions. Can I tell you that's kind of why I'm not a real big prophetic preacher? Amen. Thank you. That arousing applause. I appreciate it. I might have confused you more. And again, that's why I'm not a real big, you know, prophecy preacher. I'm just trying to keep it basic prophecy 101. Okay? But I can tell you, your spirit... If you are in here and you're a believer, there is something stirring in your spirit. It's got to be right now that is saying there is something going on out here. Amen. The signs of the times are everywhere. The signs of the times are in the New York Times. That's what it seems like, don't it? That's how close we are to the coming of the Lord. And every day it's something new. Every day it's more and more. And the question is, are you going to take the number from the beast? Or will you receive the name from the Father? Glory to God. You know what that name is? It's Jesus. And whoever shall show, call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Amen. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. And I'm not standing up here trying to say anything. I'm believing that we have generations and generations and generations before the Lord comes. Praise God. But that's up to the Holy Spirit. Amen. No man knows. Our job is to get ready for the coming of the Lord. And to occupy a salt and light. And to shine the love of Jesus Christ. And to tell the world that Jesus is our Savior. Come on, stand to your feet for me this morning. Stand to your feet all around this room with me. We are to live. We are to occupy as salt and light. You are not to be fearful. You are not to be afraid. I'm telling you this morning that this is a time where you need to draw near to Jesus. Come on, this is the most important part. Nobody moving around right now. Need a couple more minutes, guys. This is a... You need to draw near to the Lord. Get yourself right with God. We don't have to endure this. Amen. You do not have to endure this. Amen. Get yourself right with the Lord. If Jesus came back today, 
Are you ready? Are you ready? Get right with God and know where you stand because he's coming again. He's coming again. There will be enforced worship. Listen. He don't want you to worship God. There's going to be enforced worship under the beast. He's going to make you worship him. There will be controlled wealth under the beast. But Jesus says, I offer you freedom. I offer you eternal life and life more abundantly. He says, I offer you joy in the midst of tribulation. That's our Savior. Yes. 